Section six of Oscar Wilde from Purgatory by Hester Travers Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter four The Subconscious Now that I have described the methods as to how these communications came to us, perhaps it is well to discuss the three explanations which are most likely to present themselves to my readers. First, and apparently simplest, is the theory that Oscar Wilde has arisen from the subconscious memories of one or both of the mediums who produced the script. I have already disposed of the idea that Mr. V or I had been reading Wilde's books immediately before these messages came, or that he or I were enthusiastic admirers of his work. That is naturally what the man in the street says when he glances at these writings. It is true that if either of the mediums had been making a special study of Wilde's work, there would be a very strong case for the subconscious. Even then, there are points which would throw it off its balance. I shall not discuss this subconscious theory except as a possible result of our readings of Wilde many years ago, and a less possible result of one or both of the mediums having at some time seen a facsimile or autograph, which would account for the handwriting. We are told by Freud and Jung, whose work on this subject has met with very general acceptance, that everything seen, known, or heard of is photographed indelibly on the subconscious mind. Everything, literally, which has become a memory, is there. Therefore, if I had at some time in my life now remote, picked up a book in some shop or stall, and glanced at it momentarily, whatever had met my eyes would probably remain in my subconscious, buried but still alive. So that, if conditions were favourable, that memory might, as well as any other, rise to the surface. Now, what are the conditions that send these buried memories floating up to the conscious mind from the subconscious? To put it very mildly, the most favourable condition is suspension of consciousness. This occurs, of course, in sleep, in hypnosis, in trance. In a lesser form, I believe it occurs when the medium is writing automatically, using the Ouija board or gazing into a crystal. Under these circumstances, we may draw up from the well of our memories anything we have seen, known or heard of. I do not attempt to dispute this hypothesis. It has, like many others, been proved and accepted. That, of course, does not mean that it will not be disproved at some future time. There are stumbling blocks for the unscientific person in accepting this theory. It seems difficult to account for the strange selection of fish that we draw up in our net. If the subconscious really holds all our memories, why is it that what is brought to the surface is frequently what has been of no particular moment to us? For instance, if Oscar Wilde arises from my memories, he is one among hundreds of literary persons who has interested me, but distinctly a lesser light, not one of the authors who has made any real impression on my mind. Why should my subconscious amuse itself by plagiarising his style rather than the style of any other writer who has arrested my attention more fully. 
the reply to this is because wild style is easy to plagiarise if we accept the explanation that mr v and i either or both of us have drawn up oscar wilde in a moment of suspended consciousness what was the process first we had both read some of wilde's work poems and prose though not recently echoes from that source might readily rise upwards then it will have to be supposed that at some unknown time one or both of us had seen an autograph or facsimile of wilde's handwriting further we shall have to imagine that at some vague period one or both of us had read or heard a number of small and intricate facts relating to wilde's life which remain photographed on our subconscious memories while others more important cannot be induced to make their appearance now from these rags and tatters in the subconsciousness we must imagine we can create a style so similar to wilde's that the chief question for the critics is whether it is wilde at his best or whether his wit is tarnished and also handwriting which is almost a facsimile of his manuscript and which continues without a break through hundreds of manuscript pages that point seems to me to be difficult to explain these buried memories rise rather dimly as a rule at times they present themselves as symbols of what is to be conveyed it requires a wide stretch of the imagination to believe that a glance at a letter of wilde's at some undefined period would result in this sustained forgery i fancy the most accomplished forger would find it a tough job to carry on through even a hundred pages much less through our manuscript of course speaking from my own small experiments i am quite aware that the subconscious mind can do what the conscious mind is incapable of its clairvoyant or cryptesthetic powers are entirely different from those of the conscious mind in fact in my own case semi-hypnosis seems actually to create powers which i do not ordinarily possess normally i have no clairvoyant gift at all that i am aware of yet at the ouija board i develop a power of getting at facts which are not present in my consciousness in my normal state i might hold an object in my hand for hours and get no impression of its history but at the ouija board i can do psychometry these facts are i take it due to a state of semi-hypnosis although any person sitting with me would probably say i was fully conscious a very important point in this case would be to discover where the suggestion arose which brought about this oscar wilde episode it seems apropos of nothing i sit at the ouija board and ask my control to write me a poem or an essay and at a speed which far exceeds that of the fastest writing a poem or essay is written which is perhaps crude but is quite beyond my powers unless i were to sit and think here we have script after script poured out at a headlong rate in oscar wilde's style indeed in his two styles for we get his over ornate and redundant prose and that sharp caustic humour of his alternately 
it is said that wilde was not quick at repartee whistler's rapid shafts of wit used to annoy him because he never could reply with equal speed if the ouija talks sometimes contain expressions which seem cruder than anything wilde might be supposed to have said it should be remembered that they are conversations they certainly are not prepared as the automatic writings appear to be the latter nearly always savour of the essay i am quite ready to admit that the whole case can be explained by anyone who accepts professor richet's theory that under certain circumstances a clairvoyant power above and beyond what we possess normally comes to us but i am not inclined to think that it's due to subconscious plagiarism alone it is too accurate too sharply defined what rises from the submerged past of us is blurred in its outlines it is ever ready to accept a suggestion and spin elaborate webs around it but where there is no suggestion it is inclined to be indefinite from long practice i have come to recognise little halts and hesitations where the subconscious alone is at work in producing these scripts we have sometimes had long pauses and with the ouija board there have been halts where the communicator was obviously hunting for a happy expression but in neither case has there been the groping that comes when one feels instinctively that we are dealing with the subconscious mind alone all that i have said on this subject seems a special pleading against the conclusion which might be arrived at rapidly by any intelligent outsider who reads the scripts that both mediums having a certain knowledge of wilde's work were plagiarising from their submerged memories i think the opinion of the medium is worth something on that point i feel instinctively that it was not the case if we take these scripts one by one and analyse them we shall find much that speaks in favour of and against this idea in the first automatic writing we had a dozen or more passages which though not quotations were parallel with passages in de profundis dorian gray and intentions that fact of course is an argument in favour of the subconscious idea on the next occasion we had a completely uncalled-for essay on the society of psychical research suggested probably by the presence of mr dingwall his presence there might have given the subconscious mind a suggestion but if so how very aptly it responded going back to the first script it should be remembered that when i asked the address at which sir william and lady wilde lived in dublin which i knew the reply to my question was that it could not be recalled but the tight street address which i did not know was given mr v or i may have had this information at some time but that cannot be proved or disproved later on we had various facts given to us which we could not have known consciously and which go to disprove the subconscious hypothesis some of these related to wilde's personality small details which could not have reached me unless i had read a life of wilde or met someone who knew him intimately he left ireland after he had graduated at trinity college 
and i never came across any member of his family or so far as i know any one who knew him personally except one the literary scripts all came through the ouija board the first which was in automatic writing deals with h g wells arnold bennett and eden philpotts neither mr v nor i had ever read a page of eden philpotts work and very little of arnold bennett's rather more of wells it is noticeable that very little is said of wells both automatists were more familiar with his work than that of either of the other novelists surely more should have been photographed on our subconscious minds of wells whose works are fairly familiar to us than of bennett who is criticised in greater deal and of whose writing we know far less again in speaking to me at the ouija board of shaw goldsworthy hardy meredith and more if this is subconscious criticism direct from my mind the submerged portion of me must hold entirely different opinions from my consciousness joyce i had not read i had glanced at a few pages at the beginning of his book but felt the task beyond my powers and resigned myself to being one of the persons who had not succeeded with ulysses i admit of course that in some indirect way i might have gathered that philpotts wrote about dartmoor if so i have absolutely no recollection of the fact mr v was as much at sea about this allusion to devonshire as i was i admit also that my subconscious mind may be the direct opposite of my conscious mind it is a fact which no one can prove or disprove if so the literary criticism of my subconscious in its opposition to my consciousness is singularly accurate except in the case of galsworthy where in a sense i agree with wilde then there arises that interesting point which could not possibly have come from me consciously or subconsciously on those three or four different occasions always through the ouija board wilde speaks of the fluid state of his mind at the other side i have referred to this incident in a previous chapter and pointed out that at the seance after wilde's death he has described his condition in almost the same words as in my script the idea is exactly the same how did this idea reach me it does not strengthen the subconscious theory in the last message that came through the automatic writing which consists of a series of tattered memories wilde says i was monsieur sebastian melnot in those days this was quoted to me as definite proof that the subconscious memory had supplied the word as melmoth was the name which wilde took after he left prison on looking again at the original automatic script i found that the name was first spelled melnot and afterwards melmoth strangely enough some weeks later i saw in the times a notice of a sale of oscar wilde's letters in it was mention of several of these being signed sebastian melmoth and further there was one in which wilde asked that the reply should be addressed monsieur sebastian melnot 
he says in that letter that he will explain the change later on these facts cannot have arisen from either mr v s mind or mine neither of us knew consciously the name wilde had taken and certainly we did not know that he had used two different versions of that name again in the script in which the planets are mentioned some knowledge of astronomy is displayed which might come from mr v s brain he being a mathematician is naturally conversant with this subject this can be used as a prop for the subconscious case it seems however to be expected that the communicator will make use of what is in the brain of the medium these references to the history of astronomy are selected by wilde merely to illustrate his own argument possibly the literary criticisms may have been helped by the material in mine though of course that is less probable as wilde was distinguished in literature i therefore ask my readers to pause and consider a while before they decide that the script contained in this book is merely subconscious plagiarism from the medium or mediums as the case may be i am quite willing to accept the possibility that it may arise mainly from the subconscious but before deciding i would ask that those who take it seriously would weigh what evidence there is and would consider whether this evidence covers all the ground to my mind the completeness of these results show some more subtle cause i feel that the handwriting is the point that almost decides me against this hypothesis sceptics are often more credulous than persons who allow their imagination to carry them away in a different direction who admit that there may be a larger reality outside themselves apropos of the unbelievers i am glad to find in professor richet's new book that he sets aside the argument so often repeated to me that every medium is a fraud that the professional medium has taken pains to become so expert a conjurer that he or she might well make an easier living on the music-hall stage or that a private scotland yard is employed by the average clairvoyant in order to discover facts about every client who knocks at his or her door it seems on the face of it rather absurd to imagine that the very moderate fee offered to the professional medium could cover such heavy expenses these however are the arguments put forward by highly intelligent and sceptical persons deeply interested in psychical research perhaps because they suffer the pain which professor richet speaks of the pain which comes from belief being wrung from us in what we hoped was the impossible i can say with perfect sincerity that i believe in my subconscious mind no one who has worked for so long at experiments under various degrees of hypnosis could deny the fact for a moment what i doubt is that as definite an entity as the oscar wilde of these scripts can be dramatised by mr v or myself possibly there is a mingled condition here the subconscious may supply a part and under these conditions cryptostatic power may also come into play we are dealing largely with words the subconscious and cryptesthesia 
express ideas that serve us for a time and will surely be superseded by others as our knowledge increases we may in fact be coming towards the time when we shall all be forced to admit the presence of an external influence in cases such as this we may even be reduced to the stage of believing some of the statements of their identity which our communicators make to us i admit that in many instances they lead us astray but i think the best results are obtained by taking them at their face value that of course is the medium's point of view while experimenting the medium should produce as much evidence as possible should ask no questions until he has arrived at the limit of production and then add his criticism to that of the scientists for as in some ways the actor is the best and most intimate critic of drama the medium who has instinctively felt results can explain them from a point of view arrived at by no other person we however want many opinions on cases such as this i feel that when possible it is a duty to offer such material to the public in order that its value may be thoroughly sifted end of section six